Okay, this is the Brian Hornback Experience. This is episode 73. And I've got another candidate that's running for Knox County elective office in um, 2020. She's on the Republican ballot, May the 3rd. Early vote starts April 13th through the 28th. It's out in the 7th District, which is out in um, Powell and Halls and, and anywhere in between. Um, and that's Sherry Garrett. Sherry, how are you today? I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. So you have decided to run. Patty Bounds has served that district for eight years. She ran twice unopposed, which I'd like to know Patty's secret on that. I've never. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I've, I've, I've never been unopposed in anything I've ever done. But uh, <clears throat> but anyway, uh, so you're running for that seat. You do have an opponent in the Republican primary, which we won't mention that because this is your time. Um, okay. And um, so you are a you are a native of, of the seventh district. I understand you you uh, your family was from Halls, and about nine years ago you moved to Powell. So talk about that a little bit. Well, I, I grew up here, and I've still lived here all my life. My parents were born and raised here. My grandparents were born and raised here. Um, my mom's side of the family all lives in Halls, has forever. Um, when I was about six, my uh, we moved to South Knoxville, so I was raised in South Knoxville, but spent. Mm-hmm. Weekends and summers and halls, just about every, you know, every chance that we got, I loved being up there. And yeah, nine years ago, we moved over to halls. Um, we just got back from, we lived for, in Ohio for about a year, my husband and I did. Moved back and moved over into a little bit kind of between halls and Powell, and then we bought our house about uh, seven years ago. Fantastic. Fantastic. So you've been in Powell, but now for the about the last thirty years, you've been a uh, practicing nurse, correct? Yes, for thirty-two years, I've been a practicing nurse. I'm a licensed practical nurse. Fantastic. So you know that's a, that that really does. Uh, I, th- I think that profession really does c- kind of lend itself to uh, school board. I mean, obviously, as a as a nurse, you're, you're serving people who are obviously ill or or uh, wanting 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 to be better than they are. I guess. Uh, and so, uh, you know, 32 years of that, you, you, you've been used to, to dealing with people on a, on a one-on-one basis, uh, and, uh, providing service. So, um, what made you decide that, um, you know, granted school board is not a full-time job. It's, it's a part-time service job. What, what, what made you, what made you, once you, once you found out Patty Bounds was not going to seek re-election, what, what made you decide that, Hey, this is. This is the time for Sherry Garrett to to throw her hat in the ring and, and become the next school board member from the seventh district. Honestly, um, I felt led to it. You know, we have I've been going to you know county commission and then school board for the past two years now, and uh, seeing what's going on and just realized that we've been paying and I myself have been paying far too much attention to what's going on federally and not mm. enough to local issues, not enough to local elections. That's where it matters. That's yep. where you make a difference in the community. Well, th- those are those are the decisions, the local decisions. Everybody can talk about national talking points all they want to, but uh, it's it's the local decisions that affect it. We can't control um, our federal income tax percentages, but you can control your your other taxes. And 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 with the school board, granted, you don't have tax. School board doesn't have taxing authority, but but uh, those decisions that impact students and fa- families. Uh, are impactful. Uh, I served 20 years ago, which seems like forever ago, but 
uh, on the school board for one term. So uh, on your on your website, which uh, we will give several times during this Brian Hornback experience, that's Sherry Garrett. It's S H E R R I G A R R E T T F O R S C H O O L B O A R D dot com. Sherry Garrett for schoolboard.com and also uh, you can find her on facebook so uh, some of the issues you've talked about uh, on your website is that 39 percent of the pal students are proficient in math and 36 percent in reading and obviously we know that that uh, <clears throat> the legislature's talked about the fact that we're not uh, you know they're, they're going to start retaining uh, students uh, in the third grade that aren't proficient in reading so um you know have you have you had a chance to really kind of examine that or is that something you're going to work with the school board members to to try to get all the other all the other schools up i mean you know what's i mean i, I know i know you also talk about the um looking at the curriculum and I, I did that uh during my time on the school board um so you know it's just um it's just kind of talk about that do you feel like do you feel like pal is trending above rest of Knox county i mean what what, what what's your thoughts on that well, obviously, it depends on the area. Right. Um, Halls and Powell are trending, I think, a little bit lower. Mm. Halls is higher, a little bit higher, but Powell is a little bit lower, which is very concerning because we've got a very um, – it's, it's a great area, and the schools are fantastic. I've you know, I've talked with a lot of parents who attend here, and they're very happy with the schools here. But there's some reason why – and we've got to figure it out right. – why we're trending a little bit lower in halls and powell well and the good news is that uh within the next you know by well by the time you take office which will be september the first uh we'll have a new superintendent of schools uh, the schools just went through a a uh, selection process bob thomas is retiring uh and we're gonna have dr john reiswick uh who'll be the next superintendent so you know i'm, I'm sure as, as the former chief well he's the current chief academic officer now but I'm, I'm sure he's looking at those numbers too. And I'm sure he's, I'm sure he's concerned. Um, you know, uh, also let's talk about safety. Uh, you know, you, you talk about that. Um, obviously we, right now in the city, the Knoxville police department have officers in the, in the schools, uh, the sheriff's department has officers in schools. And then of course, Knox County schools has a, a fairly large Knox County school security force. Um, I'm sure you're. Uh, I'm sure you're for for uh, safety in the schools, and um, you know. Do you think? Uh, do you think the right that we have the right amount of officers? Do you think we need to expand that? Um, and and also, just you know, there's been some discussion in the community about, you know, possibly pulling the sheriff's department KPD out and re relying on just Knox County officers, which, by the way, don't have arresting power. So, what's your thoughts on that? Well, um. Absolutely committed to keeping our, our SRO officers, but I would like to see KPD and the Sheriff's Department remain in the schools. And I think that's on a school-by-school -school basis. I think some <laughs> schools need more security, and some schools don't need as much. But I think we need to just take each school case-by-case case and see what's going on in each school. Obviously, in the East community, <laughs> with Austin East, they need more security. Um, Halls and Powell doesn't seem to have a lot of issues with that although i think there was a couple of recent issues in powell high school uh, right. with some fighting yeah some kids fighting i think a couple of kids ended up in the hospital well it's kind of amazing that middle school and high school students the the 
what does what does happen in middle school and high school is far more severe than when you and I were in high school. Uh, and uh so you know i I certainly think that uh you know i I think that it's probably more imperative too to keep some security there because um it's not safe for the staff that have to try to uh, break up those fights um and all those kind of things so uh you're getting a new adrian burnett uh in the seventh district uh they're replacing the uh, adrian burnett interestingly enough was built as a temporary building when cedar bluff elementary was was built when I was on the school board 20 years ago, uh, I helped get us to the point of the deciding exactly where we're going to build Cedar Bluff Elementary. I got us to the point of the architect and the design, but I rolled off the board before they broke ground. So, um, but uh, both those schools and it seems seems like there was one other. Seems like there were three schools built back when Adrian Burnett, Cedar Bluff Elementary, well Cedar Bluff Primary at that time, were built. That they were oh, and it was Farragut Primary, I believe. All three were built as primary, uh, were built as temporary structures. I'm sorry. Uh, And so, um, Farragut Primary got replaced a long time ago. Uh, Cedar Bluff Primary got replaced and they merged the intermediate in with the primary, creating Cedar Bluff Elementary about 20 years ago. So now, finally, Adrian Burnett uh, is, um, thanks to Patty's, uh, the last, last part of her eight years, she and, and commissioners Justin Biggs and and the other commissioners um, Charlie Bustler uh, finally have Adrian Burnett in the in 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 the process. Um, so uh, that's good news for the seventh district. What are the other? Do y'all have any overcrowding issues? Do you have some buildings that that need some up up upkeep? Um, how? Well, yeah. Halls High School is currently undergoing some renovation. Hmm. And they had to expand it because they found some issues that it was supposed to just be a facelift, but they found some issues with mold and some um, some other issues that they actually had to go back to county commission and ask for some more money because it was a lot more detailed than what they thought was going to happen. I saw, I saw, I think that was at the last commission meeting, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, it certainly I was. Saw that. Um, Powell just had recently had a huge upgrade, and they just recently had a new cooler system put in, so we're excited about that. Ricky McLeod Elementary is getting a, a renovation. Um, wow. Obviously, you said Adrian Burnett is getting a new is one. Being, you know, getting a new school altogether. Right. Really excited about that. And I know um, Powell Elementary really needs some. So it's something I'm going to fight for too. They really need some upgrades. It's a it's a tight area, so I'm not sure how we can expand it. But they're using temporary buildings, and you know that's never a great right. long term solution. Well, what people don't understand about temporary buildings is that, you know, temporary buildings are okay uh, for what they're designed for, which is temporary purpose. The problem you get into, though, particularly as, as we as we continue to evolve in the in this 2022, 2024, um, is that, you know, you those schools aren't necessarily protected. You can't do it. You can't do a hard lockdown like you can on a, you know, if you, if you decide to lock down Powell Elementary, I mean, it. You know, it's okay to send a message out to the portable to lock your doors, but I mean, they're not as secure as as a brick and mortar uh, permanent structure. So, exactly. you know, that's uh, that that is obviously a concern. Uh, teacher pay. Uh, obviously, we have two different things. We have certified teachers, which those are the teachers in the classroom. Those are the ones that are licensed by the state to be teachers. Um, they obviously have a pay scale and a pay structure, and then you have what's called the classified employees. Those are the 
custodians, the janitors, the educational assistants, the mm-hmm. secretaries. Uh, where do you think we are on, on pay? And um, what's your um, what's your message to, to those folks about um, how the school board hopefully in the next term can look at, at pay and, and benefits? I mean, sometimes sometimes it's not always about pay. Sometimes sometimes uh, I know um, sometimes they've they've been able to say, hey, we'll give you an extra 30 minutes of planning time or something. So, I mean, again, it's not all about money sometimes. Sometimes it's about benefits. So have you, have you had any discussions with some of the faculty and staff at the schools about that? I haven't yet, but I do know that uh, obviously our teachers are not getting paid enough and our, neither is the support staff. Uh, we absolutely need to look at finding ways that we can increase their pay and increase their support, whether it's benefits or in, in other ways. Um, getting more parent volunteers or, or other volunteers in the classrooms to help with, you know, with the kids yep. tutoring with reading and math. And you know, there's many ways that we can find, I think, to help support the teachers. But I definitely want to look at seeing how we can raise their pay because it's it's nowhere near enough. Right. Now you mentioned that you uh, you and your husband uh, bought in Powell, so uh, I believe you are a, you are a mother. Now, did your kids go to Knox County Schools? My I have five boys. Oh wow! <laughs> yes, uh, four my four older boys went through Knox County Schools. I homeschooled my youngest. Okay. Um, all of them. We I had two of them with special um that were special ed. Sure. So I went through the whole IEP five and four processes with them. All those wonderful meetings. Yep, they they can be oh, they can be long. Oh yeah, but, I have ten grandchildren right now, wow. and five of them are in Knox County Schools. Wow, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know that I mean I, I think that is uh, I think that is important to note. Uh, you know I, I don't think we should pass up the fact that you know as 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 I've talked to a few other school board candidates, and I'm going to talk to. I've got two more coming up after you, but, uh, you know, I think it is important that, um, that folks who are, uh, products of the, of the public school system and folks who are, uh, in fact, um, have been, you know, I mean, all, all three of our kids have gone through the public school system. Um, I think that, I think that is important. Uh, I mean, you know, you gotta, in my mind, you gotta kind of question somebody's, um, uh, need or want to serve on the public school board. If, if in fact they haven't at least used some portion of the, of the um, public school system. Um, so uh, what, what else is, uh, so how's your campaigning going? Are you uh, knocking on doors? Do you have events coming? Or do you have, obviously this, this uh, episode 73 is being recorded um, toward the end of March. Uh, obviously uh, early voting starts April 13th through the 28th. Uh, do you have some events coming up? Um, what's, what's your, when, when you've got your spare time after work, what's your campaign activity look like? Spare time. That's, that's a good one. Uh, that's, absolutely. <laughs> I, I've, I've, been, I've been there, done that. I know. Obviously, there's lots of meetings going on, Republican mm. Club meetings. Um, I'll be at the volunteer, actually, the Volunteer Women's Republican Club on Monday uh, morning. There'll uh, my, be the my, school board candidates that oh, will be wow. speaking. So that's Monday, because uh-huh. th- this will post uh, today, which is the 19th, so... On Monday, March 21st, the Volunteer Republican Women they meet at 12 noon at Buddy's Banquet Hall. If you haven't gotten your in, if you haven't gotten your RSVP in for for lunch, then you're out of luck. Uh, I think I don't I don't think unless unless you've got unless you've got a sponsor, 
when I say a sponsor, that means, you know, somebody that's in leadership in that club, uh, you're probably just going to go watch. You're probably not going to be able to eat, but, yeah, um, exactly. but, um, but yeah, so, uh, all the school board candidates going to be there, huh? All, I'm assuming all the Republican school board candidates. All of those, yeah, Republican yeah, right. uh, primary, would that have opponents? So. Well, and that is interesting. Oh, okay, the ones that have opponents. Okay, so yes. that'll that'll be easier to that'll be easier to get through. Um, so I'm totally forgot to even mention that. So this year is the first year that um, the state legislature changed. I guess last year. That school board is to be uh, is to be partisan, Republican, Democrat. Yes. Uh, so, um, have you been a? Uh, I, I kind of know the answer to this because I have a tendency to look up voting records. Are you a Republican? I certainly am. I have been for all of my life. Although for years I consider myself independent. I've told oh, yeah. myself I'll just vote for whoever I think is the most qualified for the job. Well, but I always ended up voting Republican. Right. Well, and you know the the funny thing about the the Tennessee law interestingly enough is that um you can go i mean there, there's nothing unless unless you decide to run for office there's nothing wrong with you going and saying well in this primary i want to vote republican in this primary i want to vote democrat in this primary i want to vote republican it only becomes an issue when you decide that you want to you actually want to put your name as a republican on a ballot and so um that's the only time it really becomes an issue i've voted since I turned, you and I are close in age. I'm not going to tell what age we are. Uh, the only reason I know that is because I saw on your, um, either on your Facebook or your website, what year you graduated high school. So anyway, you, <laughs> you, you and I are close in age. And so I've, I, of course, granted, I've been involved in politics since I was 16 years old. Um, so I've not missed one single election and I've always voted Republican primary. And, but you know, that's, that's beside the point, but you know, just the fact that as long as someone votes consistently um and and you know i i don't necessarily have an issue with somebody if if they do vote in another primary i mean you know last several years the democrat party really hasn't been uh effective in knox county so they really haven't had a reason for people to vote in the democrat primary but you know that's beside the point but you know i just i just find it interesting because i i was able to i, I ran in uh I remember back in the early nineties when we did have partisan school board elections. We even had an, a partisan and an elected school superintendent. Um, I remember that. Yes. Yeah. Up until 96. That's the uh-huh. law. The law changed in 92. Knox County held on to it till 96 because we had that opportunity. And Alan Morgan was the last elected superintendent, actually Alan Morgan from uh, Powell at the time. Um, and so, um, so yeah, and so now we're going back to the partisan elections, which I don't have a problem with. Um, I just, uh, as as a Republican, I kind of want to make sure that Republicans are Republicans and that they've they've at least met the threshold. So I'm assuming you've met the threshold of being a bona fide Republican. I have met the threshold of being a bona fide Republican. Nice, nice. Well, uh, you know, we're we're about 20 minutes in. Again, I want to encourage people to check out your website at Sherry Garrett and you, uh, Sherry Garrett for schoolboard.com. Uh, spell out F O R schoolboard.com. You can also just do a Google search, I'm sure. And as long as yeah. you, as long as you get the Sherry, which is S H E R R I and Garrett G A W R E double T, and then uh, search for on Facebook. Uh, I'm sure we'll be having you back uh, because um, you have the Republican primary on May the 3rd. 
which are, again, early voting is April 13th through the 28th. And then um, when you make it out of that, then you have uh, an opponent in the August because you have a, you don't have an, a Democrat, you have an independent running. So yes. um, you, um, you'll have another race to endure on August the 4th. And those early voting days are July 15th through the 30th. But I'm sure we'll have you back on. And by then you will have knocked on thousands and thousands and thousands of doors. And you will have talked to so many teachers that you'll be probably ready to just get it over with at this point, right? <laughs> yes. I'll be out in the community today knocking doors too. Good. So Good. Fantastic. Well, Sherry, I appreciate you coming on the Brian Hornback experience. Uh, anything else that I might've left out or anything you want to say, uh, other than obviously you want people to get out and vote for you, obviously. Obviously, get out and vote for me, but for Sherry Garrett. Um, I will also be at the Coffee Run every Saturday from 9 until 12, starting next week. Wow. So if anybody wants to come and meet me, the Coffee Run is a coffee shop over on Manorville Highway. Oh, wow. Uh, across from the Amber Restaurant. Wow. That, so so that, that is real easy to remember. The Amber Restaurant in Halls, every Saturday from 9 to 12, you'll be at the Coffee Run Coffee Shop. Well, you know what? Yes. I may just have to. I, I'm an early riser anyway. I may just have to. I may just have to make one of those runs. I'm making a note of that right now. Um, oh, they've got some amazing coffee. That's fantastic. Um, Saturdays, 9 to 12. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Starting next Saturday, not today. Starting so. next Saturday. Well, I'll be there today, but I'm actually having a meeting there today. So. Fantastic. Well, Sherry, good luck to you. Um, and um, any of those people that you hear that say that uh, I'm a bad guy, just tell them I... <laughs> Believe, believe, believe 50% of what you hear and don't believe the other 50%. So. I was raised like that. I make my own opinions. So. I appreciate it. You have a great day. Have a great campaign and we'll talk to you in the summer. Uh, you too. Thank, Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.